0: Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Five Compelling Questions with Sean. This is the show where we get to know authors and writers and people from the publishing world um, through a series of five questions. And, you know, try to keep it fun and relaxing and a fun little conversation. So my guest today is Cindy Tolbert. Hi, Cindy. Hey, how are you? Good, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, how are you doing today? I'm great it's cold here
1: but other than that I'm good. Where's here I am in Bernie, Texas which is I'm visiting my dad so I'm not from Bernie but I'm here visiting my dad. yeah very cool and it's cold, huh what's cold? it's freezing it what? is it's free it's freezing it's below 30. So. Oh really wow yeah. that's weird for
0: Texas yeah yeah we're, in a, we're in a, definitely in a cold snap here I think it's it's probably similar to where I am which I'm, we're more used to that here though yeah so it, is, it is winter yeah so i am <laughs> i just going to give you a quick introduction um cindy also writes under the name of cl cl tolbert um after winning the georgia state bar association's fiction writing contest in 2010 cindy developed the w- uh, winning short story into a f- first novel of the thornton mystery series out from silence um which was published in december of 2019 by level best books her second novel in the series the redemption is set in new orleans where she lived and worked for 12 years and the redemption just came out this week or last week yeah recently. February night February 9th. yeah very recently uh,
1: yes
0: and um you retired after 30 years of law practice and you live in atlanta except for today you don't live there That's
1: <laughs> you, normally, <right. laughs> you normally
0: live in atlanta with yes. your husband and your schnauzer yoda yes so great. So, well, I'm really glad that you're here. So, we're gonna get started with the first question. Um, question number one: How did your writing career get started?
1: Well, it was partially answered by my biography. Um, I, um, but backing it up a little bit for the mat, I, um, I actually won a writing contest when I was nine. I was, um, I didn't intend to. My teacher entered. Something I'd written into a contest and I won. And I was shocked. I got a gallon of ice cream. <laughs> I didn't take it very seriously, and I didn't didn't write anything after that of any substance. Um, and um, went to law school and had some articles published in journals, that sort of thing. And you know, I was published professionally. Um, and then in two thousand and five, when I was recovering from surgery. I started writing a memoir I'd read somewhere, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt said, everyone should publish or should write their own memoir. And I started writing mine and it was just God awful. It was really bad. (laughs) I thought no one would want to read this. So I started writing this short story. And in 2010, I got it out and I I noticed that the bar journal in our state had a short story contest. And so I I got the thing out and I polished it up and I entered into the contest and I I won the contest. And um, I was really shocked that I won. Um, But when I wrote the thing and when I read the thing always it was 25 pages in length oh wow it's like a really long short story it's not it's not really short it's just what's short with quotation marks around it Mm so um I decided it really needed to be a novel so I took that short story which is also called out from silence and I began working it into a um the novel out from silence that level best books accepted um, for publication in 2018 and was published in 2019. And um, I was thrilled when I was, it was accepted by level best book that just made, I mean, that was one of the biggest points of my life. I was thrilled to be accepted by level best books. So um, I got a three book contract and I was just on top of the world. And my second book will be uh, was published uh, February 9th of this year, so that's how it all started. And um,
0: so that's well, it. it. Seems, yeah, well, it seems like it started a long, long time ago, and then there was a big break, and then a lot of things yeah. happened at once.
1: <laughs> so. Yes, you know, you just need a little a little push. And um, I kind of ignored some of my beginnings. My, you know, I, I remember when I was in high school, I wrote an essay one time, or it was, no, it was a short story. And some big old high school guy read it and cried, and I thought, "Well, woo, that's that's um, that's something." But I just kept ignoring those kinds of things, and uh, and until um, until the Georgia State Bar
0: contest, that was a big push. Yeah, I think sometimes too, you know, we get we're busy with work. I mean, you were obviously you know an attorney and kind of yes. family, and you know, there's other things that kind of when it was you think about yeah, yeah. I,
1: I had obligations early on and I tended to those.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, that means you're a good mom
1: <laughs> yeah. a Good a good wife, good
0: spouse. <laughs> yeah. Okay, question number two, um, which comes first for you, the plot or the characters?
1: Well, um, uh, I, I know my protagonists very well before I start, um, but um, mysteries are plot-driven books. Mm-hmm. And so I write the plot first. For me, that's what I have to do. I mean, other people may do it differently, but I write the plot first and um, it's like a big puzzle for me. And so I think it has to fit together very, very well. And um, I I think it has to, um, the tension has to build um, and it has to have a, um, a, a resolution at the end. And it has to make sense. But if you also know what the end is going to be before you start, as, I don't know if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. then it's easier to plot the whole book. Mm-hmm. I always know what the ending is gonna be before I start. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you write it and you write the whole book. Then I go back through and I round out the characters. Because the characters are pretty uh, two dimensional, the first go round,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're pretty. They, they just need to be rounded out a little bit more. And then the third thing I do, like the um, when the the first two go rounds, I think um, I, um, I, I think um, my dialogue seems a little bit strident. I think from my years of being an attorney, um, I just got used to sitting down in a deposition doing nothing but question, 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 answer, question, answer, question, answer. So I have to go back through the thing and take some of that heavy dialogue and add a little bit more action or some pauses or some thought process or something like that back into the book to make it a little bit less harsh (laughs) or dialogue heavy. Right, because
0: Emma can seem a little bit strident sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah. I mean I think it, to your point, I mean you are you're so used to capturing the information. Yeah. And you know, and then in, in, in fiction, you're it's it's you you need relay information, but you're also entertaining people, so you yes, want to make, you know you got to exactly soften it up right. a little bit.
1: <laughs> yes, but as, exactly.
0: As one yeah. of your editors, I've I've seen um, the growth that you've made from book to book, and it's just you know it's I love both books, of course, but I mean I can see that you were really focusing on um, bringing her more to life in the second, you know, she's, she's, you know, you're bringing more um, dimension to her each time you, each time I read her, she's okay. learned, I've learned more about her and it's great. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad but you, and the thing you said about knowing where you got, where you're going when you're, when you start out, knowing the end before you start is really yeah. interesting too, because some people don't do that, but, you know, there's a lot of ways to drive from New York to LA across the country, but you can take so many different routes. So of course, you know, your destination, you know, but there's so many ways to get to that destination. So it's cool, but some people just, you know, get in their car and they drive, they don't know where they're going. Oh
1: (laughs) yeah. I mean, I don't know everything. I, I, um, sometimes I make little outlines between chapters, like I'll Make a few little outlines and go to, and I and I get that far, and then I'll stop, and then I'll have to think. Now, how am I going to get from point, you know, C to point G? I don't, you know, I have to think about that, and then I won't know how I'm going to get the rest of the way. But I do know what the end is.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then you know, like with the driving analogy, that you went into a storm or a roadblock or something, and you have to work your way around it, and and you get surprised. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. And things change, yeah. and like as you're writing, sometimes things just change. And the, you know, the character lose yes. a character, you gain a character and it's really, it's cool. You it's kill cool all fun. the character. Yeah, <laughs> everything's different. So but yes. that's the, that's part of the fun of it, it's ex- exploration. Yes. So, yeah. okay, question number three, how did you arrive at the premise of your series? So we have a little guess, I'm gonna guess a little bit, but I'm gonna let you answer. How did you arrive at the premise of your series?
1: Well, you know, I write legal procedurals. Um, and of course, you write what you know, but um, the protagonist is a um, a lawyer and a single mother of two kids. Um, one thing that was important to me was to write a female character and a, and a, a single mom. And there are just so many uh, unsung heroes out there that are single mothers, you know, there are soldiers, there are police women, there are, you know, firewomen, there are doctors, nurses, teachers, all kinds of moms every day that are doing heroic things. And, um, you know, they're lucky if they, if they get acknowledged at all, you know, sometimes even by family. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, so it was real important to me that she be that the protagonist be a single mom. And, you know, I wanted her to solve mysteries because I love mysteries. And because I love Agatha Christie is from a childhood. You know, I just really wanted to write a mystery, and but I wanted my hero. And I didn't want her to be Laura, whatever her name is, the, you know, the sexy chick in the black cat suit. I did not want that. <laughs> I wanted her to be a mom. And, you know, I wanted her to, um I want her to solve mysteries, and uh, I want her to be a working mom, and, you know, I, I, I want her to be Emma, um, this 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 character. I mean, she's cute, you know, she ain't no slouch, but she's, <laughs> she's definitely cute. <laughs> yeah, she's cute, but she, she's not this sexy chick in a black cat suit either, mm-hmm. you know, she's a mom, a working yeah. mother, and um, I want her to be you know, clever and she's a little, she's a little gutsier than the normal person is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay, I think. That the normal, whatever. She's gutsy. I don't know. A lot of us are gutsy. Um, but she's she's who I want her to be and and um clever and gutsy and, and that sort of thing. And um also um I I have a master's of special ed and a law degree. So there's a, there's a thread of social justice that runs in my books and it's kind of a thread that ties the series
0: together. Mm-hmm. So that was important to me too, you know? Yeah. And all of that comes through. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a single mom and um, you know, I am a mom too, but I'm, I'm, I'm a married mom, you know, that's just my situation, but you know, it's, you have to be real strong. <laughs> you gotta be real well, strong because you take all the blame for everything. You take all the you know, you get the good parts too, but it's well, you, but on your own, you know. The singleness
1: wasn't as important to me. It's just a mom a working yeah. mom. Yeah. I shouldn't even say single. It's the working mom aspect at all. There are millions of working moms out there. We, it really doesn't matter if you're single or not. The the working mom thing is is, is
0: tough. You yeah. carry
1: the weight of the family.
0: Yeah. I was talking to, I have lots of mom friends, you know, friends of mine that have kids and we're on the same, I I have a 10 year old and it's sort of like their guilt is there no matter what you do. It's like, I feel like I'm working too much. Sometimes you feel guilty. You're not working enough. You feel guilty. They, you know, something happened. You feel guilty. (laughs) Mom guilt is like a real thing. But you never feel like you're doing justice to anything, the
1: job or the children or the anything. Yeah. Finding balance
0: is the biggest, the biggest thing. It's a tough it's a tough road. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And then you're, you know, like they say, when you have a child, it's like you wear your heart on the outside and then you send them out and then something happens. You're like, Oh no, they get their little hearts broken or whatever. And you know, but exactly.
1: It, but you exactly. wouldn't trade it.
0: You wouldn't trade it. It's, it's, no. it's all worth it. But you're right. It does add, it adds the strength to, um, I think a female character that, you know, cause you are fighting for not just yourself. That's, every, oh, that's everything. right. Yeah. And everything. everything you do impacts your family Mm -hmm. (laughs) big choices little choices all the way down (laughs) yeah sometimes we win though sometimes we win yeah (laughs) so next question what were some challenges you faced while writing this book um the um the book
1: was of course based in new orleans which is a city i lived in for 12 years and i know the city pretty well Um, So I started writing it, but at the time, I thought I was going to go be able to go back to the city and visit it, take some photographs of the city for the cover, and check all of the streets that I had mentioned, just to make sure everything I said was correct. And then the pandemic hit, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't go back to the city. Um, And I was sure about everything because I lived there, and I lived mainly in the area that I was um, citing. um, except I had never been down to the Felicity Chafchalis area where the wharf was, where both uh, Emma and Lewis walked, um, and I, is is an important part of the um, uh, one particular scene. I'd never been there. I would never had any cause to be there. It's it's kind of an industrial area, and not a really safe area. Mm-hmm. People just don't go strolling down there for any good reason and um so i thought well i am going to use google maps street view to take a look at that so i got on google maps street view and i took a little stroll via the google maps thing and discovered you know the length of the street and i had a question about Uh, When I got down there, I could see how how it curved when you got to Chapatulas. And um, when I got there, I had a question about whether the wharf was wooden or concrete. And I could tell by the texture, I could see the texture of the wharf. It was really cool. It was poured concrete. Mm -hmm. and um, So it was just an amazing device to be our tool to be able to use. And so I wrote the scene, and then I have a cousin who was um, a captain for an oil tanker that that would dock down in that area, and I had him read the scene and had some of his buddies read the scene, and they all read it and gave it their stamp of approval. Oh, that's cool. It was it was a really uh, great tool to be able to use. I felt like I was just
0: a little birdie flying <laughs> over the area. <laughs> you did your research virtually this year, as we do everything. Yeah, it was <laughs> well, that's, great. That's cool. That's a that was a good way to round the around the challenge. Yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, oh, very cool. Well, that's yeah. good. Well, I, I could, love that. Yeah, I love those scenes down there by the wharf because I feel like I I feel like I could have I could see it. And I've never been down there ever as a person. <laughs> I've only been to New Orleans a couple of times, but I could. I felt like I knew, I could see her in the water. I could see all of that. And you did a very good job um, illustrating that that part of the book. Oh, so, good, I'm glad. Yeah, it was good. I felt like the water was gross and cold. And <laughs> yeah, which I know it is, I know it is. So, yeah, I
1: had to verify, it was really cool. I had to verify, I, I mean, I looked at some of the doc, um the, oh, there's a, uh, an, Some kind of an official um, dock association um, where they can tell you the length or the 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 height of the piers Mm -hmm. and and that kind of thing. I found that and it was really cool. And then and these captains
0: also verified that, you know. So awesome!
1: It was. It was really cool. cool.
0: Very cool. All right, all right. Last fifth question. Um, if you could, if you couldn't write, what would you be doing instead? Well, this is a toughie, um,
1: because writing is therapeutic for me. I mean, it, it's, um, it is kind of an, writing is kind of an autobiographical thing, not because you're writing, um, about the events of your life so much. It's more like what kind of oozes into your writing, Uh are your um is like the turmoil's of your life the, the maybe some of the joy but it is therapeutic because um the emotional aspects of your life come out mm-hmm. and um it it's uh, helpful it is it is um it is it provides some sort of an outlet i think for you so when I thought about what what I could do, it would, I would I guess what I would paint. Um, I have illustrated a book before. Um, I didn't find it very artistically satisfying. It was for Gulf Coast Research Lab. It was um, I pub- It was published through Gulf Coast Research Lab, and then maybe the state of Mississippi. Um, it was t- titled Marsh Plants. It was it's used by state's colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, in their college classrooms, bot- botany classrooms, it just for years, I drew all of those plants, and it, they were dried, and I itched to death as I was drawing <laughs> them. <laughs> oh gosh! Um, I mean, I can certainly draw plants, and um, and I, um, you know, I've taken um, some courses, but I find that my physical, figure drawings are a little stiff Mm -hmm. and i would need to take more courses i think but i one time i did one very good drawing of a female figure one time that this lady came into our class and she was very very pregnant and she sat down and disrobed and her baby was rumbling all over the place i mean it was really (laughs) kind of tremendous looking and um I kept drawing these stiff looking drawings of her and was very displeased with them. And my instructor kept peering over my shoulder and drawing on my page and it just infuriated me. i flip over and start another one and he'd keep drawing on my page. I was just so furious. Finally, I just ripped off the pages that he had drawn on and I just drew this fabulous drawing of her. And it was the best thing I've ever drawn in my entire life of, of a human form. I mean, it was amazing, and so I, I guess I learned that I can really draw when I'm angry. And,
0: <laughs> you, you channeled grew- your channeled your rage to create a beautiful drawing of a lovely pregnant woman, which is yes. like one of the most peaceful images you can see. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that hilarious? Well, maybe I need we need to call you up and enrage you before you write your next scenes. You know. Also, <laughs> you some emails like some nasty grams so you can get going. Yeah, it really pissed me <laughs> off um so that's hilarious
1: that's so funny
0: my grandmother used to go to um my grandmother was an artist and uh, she would do life she went to her life drawing classes on wednesdays and um, i have a bunch of her um nudes you know in my in my house and i just i love looking at them because they they remind me of her but she loved doing that but she was she would always draw the the, she liked doing them from the back she didn't like to have like (laughs) the fronts you know so much so that we always laugh about that in our family. She's a very chaste, you know. artist. Oh, <laughs> so that's
1: funny. She liked to
0: draw, do paintings of like Amish people, and I, she. I think she did like Christmas oh. cards, and we, and we were all like Amish all the time. And I think I said I think she wishes we were all Amish, <laughs> like not oh. not having cocktails and you know laughing loud and I, anyway
1: was oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. beautiful yeah she was she's a really really she was a very good artist she was actually pretty well known in indiana for her art so oh. um, and i have paintings of that she's done of me around the house too so but it's oh. nice i love i How love um, i can't draw um a, a sand in the you know a line in the sand so <laughs> i can't draw anything so i'm always fascinated by people that can well um, i
1: think i need i would need to loosen up i you know i really would need to work on it but well, I you think figure, I enjoy writing.
0: Yeah. Well, you figure it out. You just, when you're, when you're mad, you're sort of out of control of your emotions. Yeah. So that's, you had to, you have to figure out that next, maybe not being mad every time, but you just have to let go. Like maybe yes. med- meditation, maybe is, is more healthy. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, well, we like to end the shows with um, a little rapid fire five question quiz. It's just kind of fun little answers. If you, if you want to partake, it's fun. Okay. Okay. So question one, beach or mountain? Oh, beach. Oh, okay, me too. Cake or pie? I think both, but pie, I guess. Okay, if you had to choose, it would be pie. I had to choose pie. Okay, morning person or night owl? Night owl. Yeah. I used to be a night owl, but now I'm definitely more, I think it's switched for me. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Do you have dogs? I do. Oh, cool. And coffee or tea?
1: Tea. Mm. It used to be coffee, but I got old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not old oh, yeah I am <laughs> no you're not <laughs> coffee um I love coffee I love both I have to drink I have to stop coffee though by midday and then I, I drink tea at the end of the day yeah
1: I mean I got I really physically just got old so I had to switch it's really a shame I was so addicted to coffee
0: yeah as a, an
1: attorney and a writer and a. oh my gosh yes yeah. I loved coffee but it was a sad it was a
0: sad day when I had to switch oh I did do you like to drink wine or, I do. Oh, cool. So white. I can only drink white. Yeah. My sister can only drink white. I drink I like reds. I should put one of those on a wine questions. I need to put a cocktail question on the on the yeah. quiz for next time. Yeah. So. well, <laughs> it was so great for you to come. Thanks for being here. I feel like it was i got great. To know, I got to know so much more about you and I've known you for a couple of years. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I always enjoy talking with you and spending time. It was with you. fun. So, yeah. And I hope I see you again real soon in person and live in the world out in the Absolutely.
1: world. Absolutely. I'm going to try to get um, enrolled for the BasherCon.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. What's um? What are you working on now? I forgot to ask you. What's what's going oh, on? Oh, th- I'm working on the third book. Cool. Um, and I don't have a title for it
1: yet. I'm a little concerned about the title. Uh huh. I guess it'll hit me. Usually, I start with the title.
0: It'll but come this to one, I had a title, but it's been taken. Oh. Well, you don't necessarily. Well, it just depends. You can't this copyright it. You can't copyright a title though, so you can use a different title. Except I probably wouldn't use, you know, like, um, The Godfather or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. Like a well-known. You can't use a well-known. Title. I mean, you can technically, but it wouldn't be good. So, yeah. you know, you'll it'll come to you. Well, we will we'll look forward to book three, and yeah. we'll look forward to seeing more of you in the future. And I hope you have a good rest of the day. Okay, thank you so much. You too. Thanks.